let me say that the political if you like, the political big This is the News Made of Students podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy Ace. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Enjoy one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Yeah. Yo, 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 how's it going, bro? All good, my guy, how you doing? Yes, all good, all good, man. Just navigating through this dunya. <laughs> yeah, man, always, always. It's treacherous out there, treacherous. Yes, my brother. Got to beware. Beware of the cruel <laughs> tricks of the Babylon. Yeah, like we are a media channel, essentially, but just recognising that the media is pretty much a huge beast that can essentially define history using headlines and snapshots of, of choice that don't necessarily highlight to the final moments in the present day and time. And it's like, just using those flashlights, they're not at all shining a light and wider picture of what of how things are going on right now. And it's mm. mad. I totally agree with my guy, man. I totally agree. Um, the BBC, you know, the, 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 the channel that, you know, us as taxpayers and TV license payers uh, are, are funding, they seem to ignore uh, things that happen both here and abroad, that directly affect us and directly, well, never, even if it doesn't affect us directly, it's something that one should be told about. Um, you know, the last couple of weeks has been a, a, a lot in the media. Obviously, we've had the COP26 conference in Glasgow. Um, for those who don't know, COP26 conference is basically a like a, a, a coming of like all world leaders and uh, and and literally powerful people uh, from royals to billionaires coming together to discuss how they're going to uh, combat climate change. Um, it was you know it was well attended. We had the well this will be the the president of America, the United States came, Joe Biden. Um, obviously Boris Johnson was there. We had some African leaders there, like Nana Kofodor of Ghana. We had Jeff Bezos. I think Bill Gates was there. Prince Charles was there. All these people. Anyway, they all came here to discuss uh, climate change. It was in Glasgow, sorry. Um, and sidebar, uh, the First Minister of Scotland, uh, Nicola Sturgeon, actually was invited to this uh, uh, <laughs> conference, even though it took place in the country that she is uh, First Minister. But that's just a that's that's another story. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, they all came together to discuss to discuss climate change, and um, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the media and stuff like people discussing about the hypocrisies of it all. Because, for example, Joe Biden, he had a 26 car motorcade, 26 car motorcade taking him from one place to another. Uh, you know, diesel or petrol cars, they definitely weren't electric cars. But, um, so people were questioning that, right? Like, if this thing's all about climate change, surely, like, at least for this day alone or this couple of days alone, like, you know, will show like the things that one will do to combat this climate change, exactly. But, you know, 26 car motorcade, how is he supposed to say 26 cars? 
26 oh. cars, like, and people are getting on to insulate Britain when this this is the outrage and audacity that's going on. Mm-hmm. And I know each person is saying, oh, can easily come and be a troll and say, oh, you're just a hater. You, wouldn't you love 26 cars? Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, this is just ridiculous. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. And it's ironic because these are the world leaders that can literally decide and make these decisions that shall lead to a more greener planet and res- resolution between, um, in terms of how to combat climate change. However, mm-hmm. instead of them putting their heads together and really coming up with real strategies, co- like they've been championing teamwork within their own, in, within their own countries, yet they don't, look, mm-hmm. they don't look to do it at the world stage, ironic, but they're actually turning to throwing a coin into a wishing mm-hmm. well to wish. Mm-hmm. Bro, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. It's all optics for these men. It's all optics. It's all that. All optics, no substance. Like, it's literally just all photo opportunities and stuff. But no, like, real substance in what they were doing. Um, you know, a lot of the talk, again, was more, like, pointy, pointy and blamey as opposed to, like, yo, if we do X, Y, Z, that can cut emissions by X, Y, Z. And that's what I, I, I couldn't understand, like, why, like, why, why gather here, like, in this manner, if you're not going to talk about, and like, especially with the public on you in this kind of way, why are you not going to, like, you know, really discuss, like, what needs to be discussed? Now, I'm not saying I know, like, what needs to be done yeah. to combat climate change and stuff like that. Like, I really, I don't know the science science behind, you know, I've, I've, I've read, like, stuff about we need to cool the planet by 1% and um, one degree and all this kind of stuff. but what I from as a, as a, as a spectator and as a viewer, I just literally just saw like just rich rich white men go on stage and just like pat each other on the back or or say or just say like like literally like nothing like literally just streams of nothing like oh yes yes we're gonna do this that that or this is what we're planning to do and da 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 but it's like bro America and the UK alone America alone if they if they decided to like. I don't know, put some sort of uh, tax or levy on some of their biggest uh, CO2 emitters. Bro, that can probably cut CO2 emissions by half. They're one of the biggest CO2 emitters in the world, them and China. Um, you know, and China's Chinese president didn't attend. But you know what's funny? Chinese president didn't attend, but he attended via Zoom. And everyone was like, you know what? That actually kind of makes sense. Because you're coming to what? Fly out from China in your private jet or whatever. They give that come to spread more, <laughs> same more CO2. You're probably gonna come with like fifty to a hundred different uh, officials, so you're probably gonna have like a fifty car motorcade. So mm-hmm. people are like, you know what? We hear you. He said, like, listen, I'm in my country, like, and still, and we're still in a pandemic as well. So I don't think it's that deep for me to come. We could do this via Zoom. So, bro, I hear him. And is that that's that's like it's a fair point, hundred percent, to have done this quite vir- virtual. And w- what they could have done is broadcast this publicly, virtually as well essentially um and like even looking at for example countries like china who they've who's 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 admitted quite high levels of of greenhouse gases they can you can see in their country infrastructure that they've actually put it in place to combat this to kind of have this to now look at having this kind of like more greener sustainable energy um future Whereas when we look at countries in the Western world, 
for example, the US and Britain, there's no clear plan. There's no discussion for a clear plan. There's no, there's no evidence based on the action that, that, that they're taking. It's all promises. It's all we're committing money and numbers to that don't actually translate to any actual action. There's nothing behind it. There's no actual value being demonstrated. They've, it's come to the point where they can speak what, we were, what you're referring to as hot air, for sure, because they're not actually being scrutinized to provide value in what they're saying, to provide, like, to, to, to know who and how this is, is being dealt with and even to share that information, to say, oh, we're working at local level um, in terms of, like, recycling schemes, whatever. We're working with petrol energy companies now and we've highlighted that this technology and that technology are going to be instrumental in us reversing the greenhouse effects. It's all very, like, dreamy. Ladi ladi, we're committing money to it. We are now looking at this. We, this because we are here at this meeting, it, sh- it demonstrates how serious we are about it. But all they've done is a link-up, had a party, pretty much, and st- and. And, pre, and pretty much all came on private jets and emitted even more, more greenhouse gases in the event to say that they're tackling it. And I'm definitely not like someone that's a constant advocate of you have to make it worse before it gets better. That's just not the case. If, the, if they were truly serious about it, they would have had people with solutions speaking at the show at the world stage in, and then exposing that to the wider audience. Whereas clearly, clearly they're not. You know. I, I totally agree, bro. I totally agree. One of the biggest criticisms as well was that a lot of um, quote-unquote uh, leaders in green spaces. So, um, for example, that, uh, that Greta Greenberg. Greenberg? Yeah. Greta, Greta, yeah. Greta Greenberg. And um, there's also that young girl from uh, uh, Kenya. Um, I don't, her name, her name, I'm drawing a blank on her name at the moment. But there's also a young girl from Kenya. Um, and again, the reason why I'm drawing a blank is because she's always often kind of like uh, written out of uh, media articles and 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 um, uh, 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 articles and also like yeah, pics and ed- editorials and stuff. Uh, yeah. Vanessa Nakate is her name, but she's always often. I don't know. It was a couple couple years ago, last year or two years ago, there was this, that big green uh, meeting. And with like all these young people, and I don't remember she was famously cropped out of the photo um, yeah. that went around on um, various news channels and stuff. But yeah, there you know there was, there, was, there was talks about people like that being left out, particularly young people in these spaces, in these green spaces. You know, they had a David Attenborough there, but with all due respect to David Attenborough, David Attenborough is an octogenarian or a nanogenarian, I think he is. So I was like, you know, these guys aren't going to uh, feel the consequences of climate change. Uh, in the next couple of years, it is literally us and our kin that are going to if, if, if feel these effects. So um, yeah, that was a big that was a big uh, criticism as well. But um, hold tight, Nicola Sturgeon again because she she saw them outside and brought them into the team. So hold tight her again. But um, well, and, uh, and, like, I'm not like no Nicola Sturgeon. Stand on enough of that. But huh? Yeah, uh, and then yeah, no, like that. You, that's a very valid point. The people that they that they necessarily had in in the meet, in the meeting, being of their age, like above being above ninety, and and so like as opposed to people who are coming in to embrace and take over this this current this fuck up and this problem that is here, 
like it's just a, the realities of it doesn't demonstrate that they actually care. It's a mockery. No, bro, I agree. It's true. And I just want to make a, a so I just want to um, uh, go back and fix something I said. I said that Vanessa Nakate is from Kenya. She's actually from Uganda. Yeah. So hold that, Vanessa. But um, on the topic of like, you know, African people in these spaces and discussing these green spaces, there's a powerful speech given by Nana Okofodo, um, the pre- president of uh, Ghana. Um, so I'm sure a lot of people have probably seen the stats that go around in regards to uh, climate change and the biggest contributors to the CO2 emitters and the, 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 the basically the people that are causing climate change and those are getting affected by the climate change is the whole thing about the global south and the global north and essentially Europe, America and Asia basically contribute to 96% of all CO2 wow. emissions. 96. 96% bro. Wow. Africa, the whole continent of Africa only emits 4% of CO2 emissions. Yet, yet, you will find a lot of publications and a lot of um, people in these spaces, I call them eco-fascists, will try and twist or talk about the problem of Africa's development as the biggest problem to the climate change crisis or climate crisis. But Nana Kofodo spoke so eloquently at this COP26 meeting to, unfortunately, uh, 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 an audience which wasn't um, rampacked with, you know, the, the, the guys you want there, you know, you're the, you know, head of state of USA and this kind of stuff. But nonetheless, the, the, the speech was powerful and essentially basically said, look, we all know climate change is a serious thing. Unfortunately, the effects of climate change affect us, those of us in Africa, more even though we are the least contrib- emitters and contributors to this uh, uh, madness. However, we also appreciate that we're in also in a position where we are still developing our nations and developing our, our continent. And in, in that development, economically, obviously developing it, and in that development, obviously one will have to do things that will cause, you know, aren't great for the planet. However, we have to do these things Toward, in order to be be in a position where we can then put things in place to from the effects of climate change, really a catch twenty two. Like Africa cannot win because you in the West have said you're going to help us in trying to put some green technologies and and, and things in place to help us. Yet those things have not been forthcoming. Mm-hmm. There was talk of a hundred billion being promised to African nations or poorer mm-hmm. nations, I should say, uh, every year. That hundred billion hasn't come. That check ain't come. So what do you want us to do? You want us to slow down our development to appease who? To appease what? Mm-hmm. And this is the this is the this is the the the, the precarious situation that Africa finds itself in. Um and it's a tough one. It is a tough one. And there's all talk about Africa, there's the, there's this talk about uh, uh like Africa needs to jump steps and go into like basically our like digital revolution, essentially. Yeah. Stuff like that, but Africa again, God Almighty has blessed that continent with abundance of of minerals and natural resources. These natural resources, which will make wealth for the nation, to then be able to you know better develop their their um, technologies. So Africa can't afford to jump. It can't. It's just it's not it's not possible. So unless unless we're going to then ask for more uh, aid or debt. 
or, or, or gain more debt from richer nations to aid us in this development. But Africa wanted to be a self-sustaining continent. Ghana, obviously, as well. Ghana obviously wants to be a self-sustaining country, and the whole of Africa wants to be a self-sustaining continent. So it really resonated with me that 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 speech that he gave because from a lot of stuff I do see uh, in the media, it, there is a unfair balance um, when the discussion is being had on a global agenda in regards to climate change. Not necessarily just you know I know in this country we have our own thing going on with like insulate Britain and stuff, but on a global there is this kind of like real like undertones of like oh but you know these men here you know if they're not careful they're going to be doing doing madness well right now yeah. they're not doing nothing right now if anything we're the, we're the, yeah. we're the greenest we're the greenest they're the greenest continent yeah. in the planet so yeah <laughs> it's it's almost yeah it's like it goes back to just adding more evidence to that more the purpose for underdevelopment of africa and then trying to use this new, like this plight of climate change, not only to win in saying, okay, cool, we fucked up the climate. Now, no one, now no one can develop themselves. So you just have to take a lead from us. And then we're going to say to you, we're going to promise to help you out, but that, that, that help ain't coming, but you still have to make your changes to be able to be on our level and work with us. You're going to just have to have that, kind of like missed that step because we fucked up the route. That whole burning the bridge once they've crossed over. <laughs> and obviously throughout history we could say that, yeah, this has been this has been something that is a it's a given when it comes to Western countries and these other um yeah these other um world powers thoughts and beliefs towards the African continent. And they can now look, they now would likely be saying to themselves, no, we've moved on from those times. We're now more progressive. We want everyone to be equal, which is why it was, it was very, very important when the Ghanaian president said they're looking for equity and fairness, not equality. There isn't a need for necessary this this kind of idea of equality everyone just gets what everyone gets it is a place where the people due to history there's currently different levels of development has been taking place it's 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 marvelous how the western leaders can honestly be so arrogant in their in their their kind of like predisposition in saying oh countries in african African continent need to stop contributing to the greenhouse gases emissions. They need to slow their development and stop their current form of development due to the fact that digitization is is where it's at. However, however, you guys just have to get there. Like, what? what do they still believe in wizards and, and and magic that badly that they think that that these kind of steps can be skipped without even any other global support? And the fact that is even more astonishing is that after they had the cheek to promise funds and capital to support this this transition to to gain more technology to help prevent to help reverse the climate climate crisis caused by these western countries in the first place that capital and that assistance was just mia not given not spoken about yeah yes this is is it's a total arrogance and idiocy to pretty much say that oh we fucked this shit up africa now you guys 
pretty much yeah, don't do don't do anything don't develop yourself and if you look at that for analogy for what's going on in present times and to say oh we fought this shit up now you guys you have to suffer this is exactly on on its head how this older generation is treating this younger generation <laughs> and this generation of youth it's like this is what we've done and now you have to clean this shit up is it's the reality of the elite and unfortunately this is this must just like in their dying embers they're aiming to to bring down everybody and it's a shame like it's a it's such a villain movie <laughs> like when you look at it really is, bro. It, it, it really is <laughs> it's such a villain movie like this this kind of cop 26 event that they've put on this this charade it's pretty, pretty much the... Pat 26. Mm-hmm. Pa- pantomime. <laughs> <laughs> pantomime 26. And Trust. honestly, the, their systems, and this is, this is what's happening due to, due to one machine, and I call that machine capitalism. <laughs> due to one machine. Something that isn't even fucking fact. It doesn't have to be, isn't necessarily the dominating like <laughs> facet of life there's a sick obsession facts very very sick obsession to the point where to the point where capitalism is forcing people to ignore the reality of uh, of a disease that's running riot <laughs> it's mad it's running it's riot mad. ravaging and that disease is corruption Corruption. <laughs> Corruption. At the highest level. Bro, it's, it's, it's literally like, it's worse than House of Cards in Britain right now. Yeah, facts. We've got adultery. We've got bribery. We've got flipping murder. It's mad. We've got yeah, people... It's, it's, it's mad. Like, we've got people... We've got we've got broad day cover ups walking in to work on Wednesday saying, Yeah, we're gonna show you guys really who we, we who we represent and that is the political class. We're not here to represent the people. What my friend mm-hmm. took a hundred bags a year in in pretty much pay pay for play and you think that we're gonna turn our backs on him? Nah. We're gonna instead the commission, the regulator that found him and found the case to be found him guilty of corruption. We're gonna say, nah, they're not doing their job properly. They, yeah. they, they have found results that we cannot accept. So we are gonna, do you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna ignore them. We're gonna make it legal to ignore them. In broad daylight. In Britain. Yeah. I mean. It's not, it's, not, it's not shocking though, bro, is it? Bro, I know it's not shocking, but I have to just... I, I know it's not shocking, but I'm just always shocked. Yeah. From Boris and his... Boris and the goons, yeah, it's not shocking, but I just... Like, I have to be shocked. Like, the latest Tory to be... to be running rampant, running wild... What's his name? Owen Patterson. Owen Patterson. Owen Patterson. 
Owen Patterson, yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, yeah, he's the man in question. In in your idea, how how in a democracy would a would a party would have should a party have dealt with 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 the Owen Patterson situation? It should have been a full-blown investigation, uh, open investigation as well. Obviously, you don't have the private investigation, but after the results of that private investigation should be made public yeah. to, uh, to the public. Um, and then, yeah, he should be stripped of his, obviously, he should be, he should be stripped of being, coming, being an MP anymore. Um, and any monies or any uh, gains he made in his position, which were found to be uh, fraudulent, should be paid back to, 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 to should be paid to I don't know I want to say back to the I would say to the government but I don't know to some fund to, to distribute it amongst us like you know <laughs> back it should be just paid back yeah into like the the, the taxpayers coffers or something like that even though it wasn't taxpayers money necessarily but it should be paid back to taxpayers or something I don't know in some way shape or form that's how I would deal with it um, obviously I appreciate it. we live in a country that usually that has checks and balances and has a system however again. These 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 people seem to evade these systems and do what they want and do their own thing. Literally doing their own thing and saying saying okay, cool, this rule actually isn't going to work for us, so we have to switch it up and do whatever. And then not only would we, they voted basically they did actually vote to like scrap the commission's recommend and um, the commission's findings just for my man to res- quit the next day. Mm. So they sacrificed already the integrity of the House of Commons, and yeah. then they give they give the, they give him a safe a, a safe passage onto on his next life as what actually was his main life, which is being a lobbyist for for those private companies that he that he was working with, the ones that dominated and benefited quite heavily from coronavirus and the taxpayers' money essentially, and and at the end of the day, coronavirus definitely brought brought this to more a hyper hyper level light where these extreme measures could actually be actioned however when it wasn't coronavirus just think about this this would have been happening on whatever scale whatever scale it may be this just happened to be happening on a higher scale because of the volume and the amount of money that was that was pretty much handed over to these companies by this individual through given through handing out government contracts to friends essentially and yeah, it is the taxpayers' money. It's taxpayers' money that tax that taxpayers were promised that they'll receive tax cuts by voting for the Tories, but instead of just receive tax hikes, and the money is just going straight into private sector that has been selected by 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 people's friends that don't necessarily have the credentials or the portfolio to undertake these tasks. Well, you got working class people that are more than qualified, can't even get a job doing a job interview, or the jobs that they that they're hiring for are paying are paying ridiculous amounts for the kind of work that has been done a man is charging 1500 for for steak and charge paying these chefs 16 pound an hour you can't oh make it up this is like capitalism right now you can't you can't make it up the state of it it's scary bro it really is scary hours man it really is scary hours honestly and this is this ain't even fully unregulated as of yet but this is pretty much what they're working towards they haven't even showed their yeah. truest forms. Like, you think this is bad? It can get worse, but we don't need to. I don't. I don't believe 
that the world needs to see it get worse still. However, yeah. it's, it's like we mentioned earlier, the media is powerful. Yeah, it is. It is, it is very powerful. And, you know, you know, there's like, obviously, like, we know the media lies, but there's also like the saying of like lying by omission and leaving things out of the media and leaving things out of like the media cycle and stuff is very, very sinister because it keeps people uninformed, um, particularly those people that get their news from like the TV or whatever, um, which is still a lot of people in this country and in society. I know we have social media and stuff and with social media, we have alternative news and stuff, but the thing about social media is that not everything on the, that you read on social media is um, uh, is factual or yeah. is um, been verified? Yeah. Whereas you know we can trust, we can trust again. That doesn't mean that fake news isn't still um, being through our TV screens, but we can trust that these uh, credible platforms, uh, particularly particularly the BBC, because it is a publicly funded news of which channel that uh things uh pertaining uh uh government or politics and stuff should be discussed and discussed yeah. in depth and explained as well and, and discussed in a language that people can understand as well exactly to make it more accessible and then they so that people can be can participate in their representative democracy in which they live in and at the end of the yeah. day, the reason why the TV and these channels were had more integrity once upon a time was because of the regulations and is because of the what, what they were said to stand for and how they would have to live up to that due to their own statement of uh, their mission statement. However, just with how much things have skewered, especially since the times of Donald Trump's era or fake news, like now. The UK is really, really suffering for that, and we're seeing, and we're seeing that in what's being allowed to happen in the Parliament, in the House of Parliament, and what, what kind of how how now the times will be defined by the time of sleaze, Tory sleaze, and they're just happy to like almost trying to romanticize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's looking like a cold winter. That's gas utilities have gone up. Climate Mm -hmm. change is on a hundred. I guess this is where they're gonna wither out the haves and the have nots. Facts. Because boy, with homelessness up, with the the state of energy like as it is, like this is this is a it's a it's an interesting time, like and I just like pray that you know, that these families that are suffering the most and that all of our families that are, that like, you know, <laughs> are safe and stay safe during this winter and prepare themselves, prepare themselves for this kind of like, this economic bubble. It's scary hours. Mm-hmm. Scary, scary hours. But yeah, Light shall be shun. <laughs> Light shall be shun. Yeah, what? The news made us do this. <laughs>